All right, we're back, ladies and gentlemen. It's the Rob Zakari Show. It is, uh, the hell time is it now? It's 748, 748 uh, p.m. 748 uh, p.m. And that uh, means it's 1048 p.m. on the East Coast and 948 p.m. Texas time. See, we got it all covered. We got, uh, we got, uh, California, Texas, New York. The three, the big three. <laughs> the big three. All right, so I don't know if you guys seen it. And it seems like, it seems like uh, Matthews, seems like Chris Matthews is, uh, he, he seems to be the one that always gets these uh Gotcha moments. Seems like he always gets these gotcha moments. You know, he he had Trump on the uh, abortion thing. You know, uh, is it abortion? You know, now you gotta remember something, and I don't want to rehash everything. But the whole abortion is it legal? Should women be punished? You got to remember, it was set up with the concept of, well, if you're against abortion and you think uh, it's murder, then someone has to be punished. I mean, I mean, that was the concept, but it wasn't as thought out and a conversation that was so t- it was. If it's murder, it's murder. It's, 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 someone's got to be punished. You, you, you kill somebody. You got You know how Matthews gets all worked up and his mouth gets all juicy and you can see the spit running down his face. And that resulted in Trump going, well, uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, yep. There's got to be punishment. Yep, sure. And if you really break it down, if they made abortion illegal, okay, if they made abortion illegal, all right, which is never going to happen, you know, again, we broke this down months and months and months ago because Trump should have said, you know what, I'm not going to play the hypothetical game, but that's because Trump is not a politician. He's more of a us. He's more of that person that uh, we would hang out with or we would drink a beer with or we would... Uh, uh, you know, smoke a joint with and have these types of conversations. And if you have these types of conversations and someone goes, well, if this is illegal, hypothetically, if this is illegal and someone does this, should they go to jail? Well, yeah, if you're going to say something is illegal. So it was one of those things. If abortion is illegal, if it is illegal, and to get an abortion is illegal because terminating that pregnancy is murder. Well, then, of course, yeah, the doctor has to be punished. The woman has to be. Everybody has to be punished. If you get caught with drugs, if you get caught buying drugs, you can't say, well, I'm just using the drugs. They don't go, well, we're, we're going to punish the drug dealer, not the drug user. So, anyways, I don't want to rehash everything. But 
that was a big story because Matthew's good at that. Now, Gary Johnson, okay? Now, you got to understand something. You got to understand something. Gary Johnson right now is a major threat to the Democrats, okay? Gary Johnson is a major threat to the Democrats. He is basically Ralph Nader, all right? He is Ralph Nader, all right? He is Ralph Nader. They don't have a Ross Perot, okay? This time, the Republicans have a Ross Perot. Remember, if there was no Ross Perot, there's no Bill Clinton. And you can watch Rachel Maddow all you want and try to listen to her rationale of disproving that Ross Perot took votes away from George Bush. It drives liberals insane. It drives liberals insane. Absolutely insane. If you say, the only reason Bill Clinton won is Ross Perot. What? What are you talking about? They're big. Real big. Real big. On Remember, I mean, Bill Clinton's the only... I only pro. I, I mean, I yeah, I got I got to imagine on record he's the only president that did what he did and got away with it. Sure, there's other presidents. Oh, that person had an affair, and this person. But Bill Clinton's the only one that did what he did and didn't get run out of Washington. Matter of fact. Democrats excused what he did. They excused what he did. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. Absolutely amazing. So right now, Gary Johnson, okay, is the Ralph Nader. Now, you guys remember, Ralph Nader ran back in 2000. You had Al Gore against George Bush, and then you had Ralph Nader. Now, Ralph Nader didn't get, absolutely did not get anywhere near the support that Ross Perot did. But, when you're talking about about 500 votes when when you're talking about hanging chads when when you're talking about what happened in Florida and you look at how many people voted for Nader you have to then say well there's no way those people would have voted for George Bush. Absolutely no way. 
If there was no Nader, those people would vote for Al Gore. We wouldn't be talking about 500 votes or 1,000 votes or a hanging Chad or the Supreme Court. Now, Ross Perot was more like George Bush. He was more like George Bush. If there was no Ross Perot, there's no way the millions and millions of people that voted for Ross Perot would have voted for Bill Clinton. It just wouldn't have happened. It just wouldn't have happened. So now we are in a situation where the libertarian... Gary Johnson is starting to suck votes from Hillary Clinton to the point where it's starting to make a difference. Where it's starting to be reflective in the polls. Remember, to say millennials, I hate using that word, but millennials, young people, Bernie supporters, are all going to vote for Trump is crazy. And I'm not going to be one of those people that go, oh, no, they're going to vote for Trump. No. No. To say don't vote for Hillary, vote for Trump is not realistic. Sure, some will. But it's more realistic that they either stay home or the ones that say, well, it's un-American to not vote. It's un-American to not vote. You have to vote. If you don't vote, then you have no right to complain about how things are. Even if you vote for the loser, it's still my duty. And that's how people, not all people, but I would say the majority of people that vote feel. And at least when you're talking about millennials... They 100% feel that way. So what's happening is you have these millennials going, I hate Donald Trump. I hate him. I despise him. But I also despise Hillary Clinton. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to vote for this guy. That way... I'm still voting, so I'm still exercising my constitutional right as an American. I can still have a voice, but I'm not selling out my principles by picking 
the lesser of the two evils. And you see, in those millennial minds, they're not looking at the, well, if you don't vote for Hillary, you're electing Trump. They, they don't look at it that way. They're millennials. They're young. They're not like us. They're not old. Millennials have that upbeat outlook on life. Give them another 15 or 20 years. <laughs> They'll be like us. But millennials don't look at it like that. They have an upbeat outlook. And see, Democrats have kind of ignored Gary Johnson. Kind of laughed at him. Ah, yeah, okay, sure. Okay. And of course, the press hasn't given him much attention. And when they've given him attention, they've played games. They played games. They look at him like Lincoln Chafee. Remember Lincoln Chafee? I know, some of you are like, who, what? Remember Lincoln Chafee? He was in the debates with Hillary. He actually ran for, I think, a week or two. And at times, he just seemed clueless. So the press... The media, TV shows, everybody's pretty much ignored Gary Johnson for the most part. They pretty much ignored him. But as they see these polls, and you got Hillary at 42, Trump at 39, Gary Johnson at 10. Jill Stein at four. They're sitting there going, hey man, if there was no Gary Johnson, if there was no Jill Stein, even if you, worst case scenario, split it, even if you split it, if you, if you split 15, okay, or you split 16 just to make it even. And he gave Trump 8 and us 8. We're still beating him. We're well over 50%. We're beating him. And as we are 41 days out, the Democrats are starting to go, oh man, this guy didn't go away with Aleppo. Now remember, it was a couple weeks ago. Because remember, Gary Johnson's been on this move. He's been on this move. Anderson Cooper did a town hall, or it was Chris Homo, Cuomo, my bad, Freudian slip. 
Chris Cuomo. One of them did this town hall. I think it was Cuomo. Where they had Gary Johnson on. And instantly Hillary Clinton was furious. The top brass. The Democrat Party furious. The top brass at CNN and the rest of the media outlet furious. Because it gave Gary Johnson some legs. It, it, gave, him a, it gave him some oxygen. To the millennials, he looked like a good alternative. He looked like someone that they could go to. Where it wasn't them staying home. It wasn't them not participating. Because millennials want to participate. They don't want to be... I'm just not going to vote. So after Gary Johnson did the Chris Cuomo town hall. We got a little traction. Hillary and the rest of the media said... All right, we, we got to nip this in the bud. We can't have another nader. So they put him on Morning Joe. And Mike Barnacle just asks him out of the blue, what about Aleppo? What about Aleppo? And Gary Johnson's like, what? Aleppo. He's like, come again? I don't know what that is. Mike Barnacle goes, you, you're kidding, right? I mean, just real. I'm not even kind. It's not even condescending. Wouldn't even. It was more like. It was more like. Just somebody. I don't know. Drinking their own piss. <laughs> I don't know. I, 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 I just. It's. I mean, this. This. Me. So that was the um, Rick Perry debate moment of oh, I'm going to get rid of these agencies. Oops. But here's the thing. He's a libertarian. Libertarians don't run on being uh, foreign geniuses. I mean, they don't. They, they, their whole thing is we're going to live here. Okay, the United States, we're not going to mess with anybody outside. And as the president, I'll have some generals and some people that know that stuff. But for the most part, unless we're attacked, we're not doing anything. But that was a 24-hour news cycle, 48-hour news cycle. That was a CNN, MSNBC, ABC, uh, Daily Beast, Huffington Post, Vox. I mean, every you know, L.A. Times, New York Times, Washington Post, all the late night shows, Aleppo, come again? What? But it didn't hurt him. That's the thing that drove the libs nuts. Didn't hurt him. And before the debates. Before the debates, all the polls that came out said Hillary's either tied 
or Hillary is losing by one or two. So they said, okay, what do we do? So tonight, on Chris Matthews, Gary Johnson, and William Weld. I think that that's William Weld or, I don't know, something like that. <laughs> they did a Chris Matthews town hall. Just out of the blue. Out of the blue. Kind of bizarre, considering uh, the f- they're not going to get into any of the debates. They got they they got to be at fifteen percent. They're they're not at fifteen percent. They're nowhere near fifteen percent. The first debate already done. Uh, second debates in thirteen days. I mean the the, the polls. They, it, it's just. They're not going to get in the debates. There's absolutely no reason whatsoever for them to be doing a town hall. I mean, I mean, think about it. You, you got to think about this. They would be doing town halls. They would be doing these types of media appearances. To get the publicity rolling, to get the poll numbers up, to be on the debates. But once that's done, once that's over, once that's finished, and the debates are missed, there's no reason to be on those shows. Of course, they want to be on the shows, but there's no reason for... Matthews or Cooper or Cuomo to put them on. They already did it. They were already on Cuomo. They already did the town halls. That was to get on the debates. So you have to ask yourself, why are they now doing a town hall? Why are they doing a town hall? What's what's the deal here? We know MSNBC is beyond in love with Hillary Clinton. I mean, we, we, I mean, they hired Chelsea Clinton. They were paying her a half a million dollars a year as a no-show reporter. I think she did one like you know piece. She did one thing. For half a million dollars. Talk about white privilege. <laughs> Talk about white privilege. So you got to ask yourself, why the hell is MSNBC putting Gary Johnson on? Why? If they give him more exposure, he could take votes more votes away from Hillary and in turn hand the election to Trump. Trump doesn't have to get those voters. He hasn't got to get the millennials. It's the same thing with Trump and the black vote. He doesn't have to get the black vote. 
He doesn't have to, you know, this this whole crazy narrative of, well, uh, Trump knows. This is what the, the, the CNNs, the liberals want to tell you. Well, Trump knows. His people know that he's not going to get blacks to vote for him. This is just to show that the... Uh, that that the, the to the suburban whites, the the college educated whites, that Trump isn't a racist. That way they'll vote for him. That logic doesn't make sense, considering we're constantly told that there's not enough white people to give anybody the presidency. Remember, we're constantly told. There's not enough white people in the United States to give, rather it's Trump, Hillary, Huckabee, the presidency. So their logic that Trump is only doing this not to get black votes, but to show the white people that he's not a racist. That's what they always tell us. But that's not the case. It's actually to get a few black voters. Because all it takes is a couple percentage points to vote for Trump and a bunch of percentage points to stay home and not vote for Hillary. And if you add the millennials that don't like her and are voting for Gary Johnson, you now have a very big problem. You have a problem that is bigly, okay, bigly for Hillary Clinton and her crew. So it's not Chris Matthews and MSNBC and the media and the Dems going, hey, let's give Gary Johnson a platform and uh, maybe he could take... No, what it is, is we need to get Gary Johnson uh, on this stage so we could get him in another oops moment because he's still getting too many votes. His Aleppo moment didn't seem to deter any of these millennials. So we need to do something else. And who better to do it than Chris Matthews? So they have Gary Johnson on tonight. And out of the blue, Chris Matthews goes, so tell me, Who's your favorite foreign leader? Just just give me one. Just who's your favorite? Who do you think is does a really good job? Just, go ahead, give me give me it. And you could just see Gary Johnson like a deer in headlights. Just a deer in head just a just like uh, Matthew says, oh, come on. Like the barnacle, you got to be kidding me. 
He gives him the, come on. Come on. And Gary Johnson goes, I think I'm having another Aleppo moment. Chris Matthews goes, you can't name one? Just just one? And he goes, well, uh, the... Uh, and then the vice president there, Welch, throws out the uh, prime minister of Israel that just died. I mean, they could have threw out uh, Benny Netanyahu, but they didn't. They're just blank. So they th- I mean, they could have threw out Ariel Sharon. But they throw out uh, the name of the prime minister who just died. And Matthews goes, someone living. Give me someone living. And he says, uh, "Well, uh, how about the the ex, uh, the ex, the, the 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 former president of Mexico?" And Matthews goes, "What was his name?" Gary Johnson goes, "I I don't I don't know I I don't." Aleppo times two. And Matthews just keeps going, no, you don't, nothing? You just don't, you don't even have a name? You don't know any foreign leaders that you, really? Matthews did what he was supposed to do. Because Aleppo didn't do the trick. Gary Johnson still has, you know, seven, eight, nine percent. Aleppo didn't do the trick. Maybe this will do the trick. We're not going to know. But the Democrats had to do something. The media had to do something. It's kind of like why we're talking about fat chicks. Talk about fat chicks. That that's what we're discussing. Fat chicks. Which we'll get to in a few minutes after this. But Matthews did what he was supposed to do. It wasn't to give Gary Johnson some type of publicity so he could rise in the polls to get on the debate stage. It's not gonna happen. It's over. The debate, it's done. It's not, it's not enough time. You can't. And then it wasn't to give him a platform so he could take more votes away from Hillary Clinton. It was so they could make him look stupid for the second time. This is going to be on just 24-hour replay tomorrow. It's going to be 24-hour replay. All you're going to see is uh, the 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 former Miss Venezuela the 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 I mean the baggage that this woman has that the media is pretending doesn't exist and for that matter they're pretending that she wasn't in a beauty pageant Also, I mean, if you didn't know this Alicia Amando 
If if you didn't know the way the media is portraying this situation is that she was like uh, uh, you know a waitress at, at the Trump Tower, and Trump walked in and said, "Hey, fat ass." Hey, piggy, piggy, piggy. If you didn't know, but if, if you actually weren't in the know, if you weren't in the know, and you're a low-information voter, I mean, that's why they're doing this for low-information voters. If you're a low-information voter, you're like, oh, wow, this is horrible. But we'll bounce to that in a second. But Matthews did what he's supposed to do. Tomorrow, every single news show will play the clip of Gary Johnson and Welch not being able to name a foreign leader that they respect or they like or they think has done a good job. You're going to see it on every show. Wolf Blitzer will play it. Brianna Keeler, Ashley Bansfield. I mean, it's just going to be a 24-hour loop. They've got to get the poll numbers down on Johnson. they got to get those millennials away from him. That's why you heard uh, Michelle Obama today. That's why you heard Michelle Obama say, listen, you, you can't throw your vote away. Can't throw your vote away. Basically, she was saying, code, I know Hillary sucks, but Donald Trump is horrible. He's horrible. He was very mean to my husband. And if you like my husband... That means he was mean to you. I know you don't like Hillary. But voting for Gary Johnson is throwing your vote away. I mean, that's what she said today. That's what she said. That's what she said. They all know. That the people that voted for Obama are not voting for Hillary. Remember, guys, we've had this discussion before. The presidential election is like the Super Bowl. Okay? People vote who don't vote in local elections. Hell, they don't even vote in their kids, you know, PTA meetings. And I mean, I mean, seriously. I mean, just look at local, look at governor races. Look at governor races. Look at state senate races. Look at the turnout, and then compare it. To a presidential turnout. Go through the books. Alright. Go go do a little goggle. And kick up. Your last governor race. 
Okay? And I'm not talking about a governor race during a presidential election. Do a governor race in a uh, off uh, election, an off cycle. Compare that, okay? It's say a state like California. Goggle in an off year. How many people voted for governor in the state of California? And then compare that to how many people voted for the president. Take a look. The number will be astonishing. You will be shocked. So, voting for the president is like the Super Bowl. Why does the Super Bowl do $100 million, but a Monday night game does $2 million? Or a rematch of the Super Bowl at like the 13th week that does $4 million or $5 million. Why is that? Because the presidential election it's 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 a it's a once every four year event. It, it's 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 like your duty. I mean, there there's so many things that go. I mean, you're you're picking the president. It, it's it's a big deal, or at least it's perceived to be a big deal. And if you have a situation like the first black president, it's really a big deal. So back in 08, you have millions and millions and millions of people that voted for Obama only, and this isn't racism, this isn't bigotry, you have people that only voted for him because he was black. That is a fact. That is a fact. You have black people, and there's white people. I've talked about it before. I've got friends that never voted. For a Democrat before, but they voted for Obama in 08 because it was like the thing to do. It was like, eh, you know, we had Bush and, you know, we got these wars and things seemed to be bad. And this is history, the, the black president, the black thing. And, you know, yeah, let's just go for it. Go for it. I mean, turnout in 08 was record-setting. It was, it was record-setting. Now, 2012, it was a smidgen smaller. It wasn't the record-setting numbers of 08. But it was still pretty damn good. Now, you're not seeing that for Hillary Clinton. You're not seeing that 
in 2016. I'm not seeing that. You're seeing a lot of black folk that are saying, you know what, I'm just not going to vote. I only voted because I wanted to see the first black president. I'm black. He's black. We had the first black president. He says he's going to do things for me. I got to imagine he's going to do things for me. He's black. I'm black. You know? That's how it's supposed to work. So they voted for him. And after four years, they went, you know, nothing really that good has happened for me. He's black. I'm black. I voted for him. But you know what? Might as well do it again. And here we are, approaching two terms. And a bunch of the black folk are going, all right. I did it. I'm black. He's black. Didn't really do much for me. But hey, first black president. I get to see it in my lifetime. It's a big deal. I did it again in 2012. This time, ah, not even going to vote. What's the point? I voted for the black president. I'm black. He's black. We're black. Vote for a black president. And nothing good really came of it. Nothing bad came of it. But this, you know, pot of gold didn't appear in my closet. I instantly didn't go from where I am in life eight rings higher on the life scale. Granted, I'm not dead. I haven't been shot. Not a crackhead, but, you know, all these things that were supposed to happen didn't really happen. But, hey, it's all good. But why the hell do I think that this old white lady is going to do anything for me if my brother couldn't do nothing for me in the last eight years. There's no way the old white lady is going to do anything for me. Not saying that I'm going to vote for the old white guy. Just not going to vote. I just don't care. Because nothing really bad happened to me in these past seven and a half years. Nothing really good happened to me. And guess what? It doesn't really matter what happens with the old white lady or with the old white guy. Because ultimately, things are just going to keep going the way they were. So, deuce, I'm out of here. That's what's happening with the black folk. That's what's happening with black They're not rabid for Hillary Clinton. They were rabid for Obama. Listen, if I'm a dwarf, okay, if I'm a dwarf, and the first dwarf president is running, I'm going to vote for the dwarf. Okay? I don't care what that dwarf does. I don't care what I'm going to vote for him. I'm going to campaign for him. I'm going to do whatever I can 
for that dwarf. Oh, I'm going to do everything I can. And once that dwarf is done, I don't care if there's a big person in office. I don't care. Why? We've had big people. Why am I going to be enthused about a big person? I mean, if the Democrats really wanted to have the enthusiasm, you would have had a Cory Booker. You would have had a minority. You wouldn't have had an old white lady who's been saying, it's my turn, it's my turn for the last, I don't know, 12 years. I'm next. And the Democrats know this. The media knows this. They all know this. They know these <laughs> these polls. No, I, you know, aside from listen, aside from Trump pulling down his pants and taking a dump on stage, there there's really not much he could do that is going to move the electorate to a point where everybody on the left can walk around all cocky and all and they're trying everything they can that's why we've been talking about a fat chick who uh, is, is has a child with a drug lord who was involved with trying to kill a witness in a case and then threatening a judge. And when confronted about this, she goes, well, you know, everybody has a past and we're all not too proud of our past. Really? So you admit that? You, yes, I, but you know, that doesn't, that doesn't matter. All that matters is that the Donald Trump was mean to me. Oh. Okay. So that's why you're seeing and hearing all this weird stuff. That's why Gary Johnson is on stage during hardball having a town hall. And it's already passed the relevance of having a town hall because he's taking votes. Black folk are not voting for Hillary. They don't, there's no reason to vote for her. Absolutely no reason. Absolutely no reason. Because, guys, let's face it. Listen. If you listen to this show, you're a political wonk. Or you're 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 half a political wonk. Okay? I mean let let's let's be honest. Let let's be honest. And I and I know I'm I'm going to be somewhat pulling the curtain back. Okay? Or or I'm showing how the trick is done. But let's be honest here. Okay, let's be honest here. For 90% of the people that live in this country, rather it's Trump, rather it's Clinton, rather it's Bush, rather it's Gore, whoever, that person 
being the president will not affect their life one iota. Not one iota. Not one. Sure, for us that are in the political business, of course it affects it. If you're someone like me that's a conservative, that's a Republican, having a Democrat in the White House, is four or eight years of constant material. Like I've said before, it's easier to be on the offense than it is on the defense. It's easier to unload than it is to defend. And it's much more fun. But for the average person, who the president is doesn't make one bit of difference in their lives. It doesn't. It doesn't make one bit of difference. Not one bit of difference. Maybe a tweak here and there. But for the most part, don't matter. So the millions of people that voted for Obama based solely on the history and the excitement the novelty, the feel-good, white guilt, all those things are not going to vote for Hillary. The black folk who voted for Obama because he's black and having a black president is a big deal are not going to vote for Hillary. They're not. doesn't matter. doesn't matter. And Democrats need them. Gary Johnson and those voters, they need them. They need these people. And that's why Chris Matthews went after Gary Johnson. Said, tell me, who, who do you like? Who do you, who do you, foreign, who do you like? What? What are you talking about? Now, I know some people will say, dude, if you're going to run for president, you need to know just one foreign leader. Okay. 